All right. What's up, Vince? What's up, B? How you doing, man? And what's up, everybody watching? It is every jazz fan's favorite day of the week. It's it's Miles Monday, man. It is Miles yeah. Monday. I am Brian Zimmerman, host of Jazz is Live, executive editor of Jazz is Magazine, and I'm joined, as always, by my faithful co-host, Mr. Vince Wilburn Jr. That would be nephew of Miles Davis, Vince Wilburn Jr., and drummer extraordinaire. How you doing, B? Monday I'm doing all right, man. Look, as, I, as I'm explaining to the audience right now, it is a very, very busy week for us here at Jazz Is. It's, a, it's an important week for everybody in America right now, but it's a especially busy week uh, for us at Jazz Is. We are putting the finishing touches on our uh, winter 2020 issue, which is going to be coming out in December. Uh, and the deal with this issue is that it is going to be all about jazz and the movies, right? Jazz goes to the wow. movies. So uh, it's all hands on deck to get that out of the door. There's no guest today, but I figured it would be cool to talk with Vince and kind of reminisce about the acting side of Miles Davis, the cinema side of Miles Davis, because he has been in some movies and some films on TV shows. And I'm kind of curious as to what Miles, you know, who had great taste, had to say about movies. So uh, that's going to be the gist of today's show. Again, by the way, if you're not subscribed to Jazz Is, you're going to want to subscribe for this issue. It is awesome. We talked to, you know, Terrence Blanchard, right, who sco scored all those uh, Spike Lee movies. Uh, we talked to Seth MacFarlane, a family guy, and Ted and all those movies, who all also happens to be this, like, you know, Rat Pack-esque uh, jazz singer. Um, we talk about the new Billie Holiday documentary, the new Herb Alpert documentary. Um, we talk to musicians about their favorite movies. It's a really, really cool issue. So if you're not subscribed, now would definitely be the time. And you know what, B? I'm sorry I didn't get the Wallace uh, information out to you before the, uh, before the magazine. No worries. We could bring that up now. Yeah, Wallace Roney. There's a new Wallace Roney documentary. Vince, is that the case? Yes, yeah, called Universe. Oh man! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. It's, I've, 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 I've seen uh, uh, the trailer, and it's, it's, it's beautiful, man. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Cool. Well, yeah. So that's that's the gist of today's show. We're talking movies. We're talking miles and movies. We're talking jazz and movies. And listen, if you're watching and you think someone would want to talk jazz and movies with us, you know, a cinemaphile out there, real movie buff out there, share. Let's make this a jam session. Um, feel free to comment in the comment section of wherever you're watching, and uh, you know, let us know if you've seen uh, Miles Davis in any movies or what your favorite jazz movie is. Because again, that is going to be the gist of today's show. Um, and what do we have here, Vince? Oh, that's my brothers, man. Either rocking the Miles uh, sketches of Spain T-shirt. Oh, right you know? on, yeah, they're they're on the road. They, they I, I, I uh, took that off their Instagram. This is available now, huh? Yeah, yeah. This swag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice shirt. It's a bad, badass band, man. You got yeah. to check them out. You know. Yeah, very cool. They're doing a like like a social distancing tour. You know? Okay. Pretty, hey, cool. you know, any way you can, whatever works. Glad to see musicians back at work. That's the point. Um, but anyway, so Miles and movies, man. First of all, before we get on to Miles on the acting end of the camera, I'm curious as to what kind of movies. Miles Davis watched, if any. Was he a movie guy? Was he the guy, the guy to put on a movie, go to the movies? You know, Brian, I don't re remember actually sitting down and watching 
a movie with him. I know we watched Richard Pryor live on Sunset Strip <laughs> a billion times. Yeah. Know, he loved Richard, you know, and Richard yeah. loved him. But um, um, we never really talked about movies per se. A lot of boxing film, of course. And, right, right. And uh, I, I, I uh, had the blessings of doing a couple of, well, one TV show called Crime Story back in the 80s. Okay. We ta we taped in Chicago, and 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 he did um and he was in uh Miami Vice. That's oh yeah, yeah famously yeah, yeah. in Miami yeah. Vice. He played he played a played a, a pimp in That's Miami right. Vice. He's Ivy, a good actor. I, Ivory Jones, I think his name was. Yeah. <laughs> Ivory Jones. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, and then it, and Dingo man, Dingo was great. You know? Of course, Dingo. Yeah, and yeah. the soundtrack became. Was that his? Was that his final album? No. Um, Actually, the final album was uh, uh, um, Dubop. Okay. You know, with Easy Mo B because it was, that's when he was. Uh, right. Oh, yeah. Dubop. Right. right. Yeah. 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 But Dingo, right. That Australian movie, which he scored with um, Michelle Legrand. And Michelle, yeah. Marcus yeah. yeah. And it was cool because I remember going to the screening with him with Aaron, and uh, it was a. Um, a screening room on sunset. Yeah, wow. it, was, it was pretty cool to see see that movie. You know, see yeah, I mean, special. yeah, Miles had a history with movies going all the way back to Elevator to the Gallows, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. You know, Definitely. which was for people watching who don't know, this was a film score that Miles Davis essentially um, improvised. Right? I mean, they mm -hmm. screened the movie in front of him. It was like a French New Wave movie. They screened it in front of him, and he played with the ensemble, improvised the whole thing. Yeah, and you that's know, amazing. Of, that's an amazing oh, thing to do. Absolutely, any, anybody, you know, Miles, man, absolutely, and beautiful he, music. Yeah, he caught the emotions of of, of uh, what was happening on screen. Yeah, amazing. and it was kind of in that modal vein of yeah. kind of blue and what was going on at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was also correct me. He was also in Scrooged with Bill oh, yeah. Murray, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. playing himself yeah. though. Yes, right, 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 right. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah uh. But to your knowledge, I mean, he was not, was he into the French New Wave stuff when he was, you know? No, we didn't, you know, he was into the art and and yeah. I just remember every day, because we, back then you, you he had a, a a limo service that would take him, we would go swimming at the United Nations. Yeah. And he, right. he'd make, have the driver, the driver just had this Richard Pryor uh, tape in, in, you know, <laughs> we look at Richard, man, and we'd laugh like it was the first time we ever saw it every day, you know. Well, he was so funny and, you know, transgressive, well, oh, and yeah. I could yeah. see how they would be kindred spirits in terms of pushing the boundaries and wanting to do what nobody else had done. Yeah, Richard stayed, Richard rented an apartment on West 77th Street in the Brownstone of Uncle Miles. Okay. So, yeah, they, they were close. You know, yeah, I mean, surely Miles was in the company of actors. Oh yeah. oh yeah. And oh yeah. Do you remember and you have any like just like memories of you know Miles with the with the Hollywood set? Well, you know there's photos of of um of he and uh, Steve McQueen, mm. you know. Mm -hmm. I remember we used to see Ali McGraw uh in Malibu and and you know certain act you know, everybody loved Miles so you you run into anybody. And and all, always at concerts they would go and come backstage, you know. Right. Yeah, so I just want to meet so many famous television appearances too, like when he appeared on Arsenio. And oh yeah, remember? And and when I rewatched that, 
you can tell that Arsenio is visibly like nervous and starstruck <laughs> to be talking <laughs> to Mosty. I remember that. And yeah. we did we did Dick Cavett. I think Nick Cage was on as a special yeah. as a guest. And that was pretty cool, you know. <laughs> How did Dick Cavett hold up? He was cool, you know. Yeah. He had a way of, you know, I, I've seen him with clips with uh, with Muhammad Ali and yeah, you know, and he, he was genuine, you know. Yeah. I, and I think that that Uncle Miles felt that he was real, right? You know, right. not pretentious. Yeah, not to say that talk show hosts are pretentious, but right, he just had this kin this kinship yeah. with 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 Dick Cavett. Yeah. So it's been amazing, you know. It's kind of track Miles's on screen persona. Um, you know, and then again, that was that was Miles himself being on screen for uh, Miami Vice for uh, Scrooge, you know, for that kind of stuff. But he was portrayed, of course, most recently in the Miles Ahead movie, you know, with Don Cheadle, who, yes. you know, we've spoken to for a podcast episode. And, you know, John Cheadle was just the perfect actor for that role because. Well, Don. Don. Yeah. 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 You know, you know, we, you know, people. Don is is a special guy, you know, and that was his directorial debut. Yeah, and because it was supposed, you know, what I, you know what, what we envisioned was uh, Antoine Fuqua to direct, mm -hmm. okay. Herbie to score, and Don to, to star as Miles. But Antoine started doing Equalizer, the first Equalizer, and then um, Herbie was off on his global uh, touring, you know, so he couldn't do it. And um, Don said, hey, man, I know how I want this film to be. So let me, you know, I have a great AD, a great assistant director, and I'll, and I'll you know, do it. And we were like, okay, you know, yeah. um, we trusted Don. And, and Don is an amazing, 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 amazing actor and a beautiful human being, you know. Right. And uh, I talked to Don, you know, try to check in when we can, you know, cause he's always busy and I'm texting and saying, Hey man, I love you. You know, I think he's an yeah. incredible guy. You know? well, and he won a Grammy guy. from out there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He's a dedicated oh, guy. Man. I mean, he taught himself to play. Yeah. Trumpet. Yeah. Yeah. He, stu he yeah. studied with a guy named Fernando Pullum here in, in LA. Yeah. And, um, um, Aaron and I flew to Cincinnati because that's where they the, the filmed the, uh, the movie because of the, the tax incentives, you know? And, right. uh, when we, when we, when on set, it was incredible just to see how he re how this you know the set designers and everybody recreated the uh, the uh, brownstone. Right. Know? Yeah. It, it was cool. it was a, it was a unique approach, you know. Again, to just show a sliver of Miles's life like that, rather than give the oh here's the story, you know, from cradle to grave. Here's this big you know epic biopic. I thought it was cool that you kind of just have a slice of Miles' life, because I'm sure you'd been approached, you know, we everybody wants to do a Miles Davis movie, so. Well, he didn't, he did, yeah, he didn't want to do a biopic, Brian. You know, he didn't want to, he didn't right. want to. Right. Don did it. Yeah, Don yeah. said from, from the yeah. beginning, I'm going to do something different. Yeah, you know? no, I love that. So, you know, Don, I think, yeah, it really handled it with a lot of reverence. Um, and again, the dedication to pull off that role, really kind of immersed himself in that world, so. Yeah, miles ahead. That was and, and Rob. Rob, shout out to Rob Glasper because that was his debut. I think scoring a movie. Yeah, yeah. And, and it won a Grammy. And and um, you know, Don was like, "Man, who who do you think can handle hip hop and and jazz and yeah, and cross you know, put it, you know, mesh it." And I was first thing came first guy that came to my mind was Rob. Rob. Right. Know? Right, because he's got that. He's got his 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 hands in each pie. You know. I mean? Right. To say, and uh, it was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it's hard to get right. You know, it's hard to get to be accurate about the life of a jazz musician. There are some movies that do it well, you know. (laughs) Round Midnight, for me, is a quintessential jazz movie, you know, with Dexter Gordon in it, um, you know, just because it was was so authentic. Um, You know, you know, you know, know, Brian, not to cut you off, but, you know, that's that's when you when you do a film, it's either people are going to dig it. Yeah. love it or people are going to hate it because you know you know but yeah you know uncle miles didn't like bird he loved bird of course but the movie he wasn't too keen on right you know but with forrest whitaker right and i can't remember what he said about around midnight but um you know that, that that's a chance you take when you when you portray iconic you know subjects yes it is yeah. Shit, it's, it's hard enough just to be an actor anyway you know what i mean Right. So, it, but it's it's you know taking jazz as subject matter is one thing too. Using oh, yeah. jazz to enhance a film, you know, like they did with that movie uh, Anatomy of a Murder, mm-hmm. scored by Duke Ellington. Mm-hmm. You know that totally elevated the movie. I mean that that score was everything. Um, you know, Elevator to the Gallows. You know, another perfect example with Miles Davis. This is, for all intents and purposes, another French New Wave movie. Um, Miles da- Davis came along and scored it and totally transformed the film. So, yes, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, put a stamp on it. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely right. And there's a lot of stuff out to watch right now. I mean, the, the Miles Davis documentary. You know, yeah. So Netflix, man. Aaron and I toured with with the director Stanley Nelson, and we went all over the world from. From South Africa to Atlanta to, to, to. and then you know the the funny thing is that everywhere we went, like in the U.S. and abroad, the, the reactions were different. Yeah, you know what I mean. Everybody was digging it, but it was like it was the energy was different than than you know, like in Atlanta, you go to Chicago, you go to up in New York, and you know, but it was everybody was di- the Bay Area was different, you know. Yeah, but um, <laughs> people's reaction to 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 Miles was pretty pretty incredible, you know. Absolutely, yeah. No, and and just something about the moving image, you know, with with jazz, it's it can be so hit or miss. You know, I remember there was one special they did back in the fifties, and the writer Nat Hentoff helped produce it. I think it was called "The Sound of Jazz" or something like that. It was mm. an early TV jazz special. Nat Hentoff and the producer wanted to, you know, everybody at the time was doing like this swinging clubhouse thing, like the, um, you know, like the Playboy thing. That's what they, it was like this cliche of jazz. He had to be in the clubhouse. He had the pianos and drinks all around. Uh-huh. And Nat and his crew wanted to do something very sparse. So they put it, you know, because they wanted the focus to be on the musicians, which uh-huh. drove the TV executives crazy. They're like, people are going to have nothing to look at. Mm-hmm. And Nat and I'm drawing a blank on this other producer's name. It was like the whole point is they should be focused on the musicians. So they put it in an empty studio. They had it so that you could see the cameraman. They wanted no pretense, and uh, it was an amazing night of television. It was a, a lot of people remember remember it for this reunion of uh, Lester Young and Billie Holiday. You know who. Well, that wasn't the same thing what Miles did with Jimmy Cobb and Train. No, that was another one. That was a great one too. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, great. yeah. But it followed yeah. in those footsteps. Okay. Actually, okay. I think it was the same series. That was like the sound yeah. of Miles. Yeah. The first yeah. one was the sound of Jet. Yeah. 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 So there was this great moment where Bill, and you can find it on YouTube, and I encourage everyone to go look it up. You know, Billy Holiday, Lester Young. You know, they were tight for a while, and then kind of parted ways, sadly, and they were reunited here on this show, and. uh, you know, Billy is singing this blues 
And one by one, the musicians, I think Jerry Mulligan is there. And one by one, the musicians get up to play these solos. And Lester, he's old, you know, he's kind of weak, he's frail, gets up, just plays the most soulful, heartfelt blues chorus, like one or two choruses. And at the end of it, locks eyes with Billie Holiday, and you could see just like her, the emotion pour out of her face. It's such a touching moment. And again, it's this beautiful marriage of, you know, film and jazz, you yeah, know, yeah. because it's such yeah. an emotional art form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, when, you, when you were talking, I was thinking about a man called Adam. Have you ever oh, seen that man movie? called Adam? Yeah. yeah man. Wait, was that with um, Sammy Davis? Sammy Davis Jr. Sure. Cicely yeah. was in it too. Yeah. 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 Right. I watched that from time to time. There you go. So then another yeah. six degrees. Yeah. Miles Davis. But yeah. what about you, Vince? What kind of when you settle in for movie night? Are you a movie guy or? Yeah, you know, I've been into to like. Uh, I talked to Lenny, Lenny White, Mike Clark, drummer Mike Clark. Their movie, they used to go to the movies every week. They're movie know. guys, yeah, 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 yeah. And so they always hit hit me to to what to check out. I I I've been on what's it, Lovecraft Country? It's a doc, It's a it's a series that was on um on, on Showtime. I think it was. I've been okay. following that. Yeah. Um, um, you know, I'm just a documentary cat. You know. Me too. Anything that that comes out about anybody that I'm interested in, I, I zero in on it. Yeah, man. So. That's why that jazz on a summer's day thing coming out. Um, that yeah. new, the documentary about Newport. So we cover that in the new album. Um, not to mention, you know, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but there's that new Pixar movie coming out starring Jamie Foxx as a jazz musician okay. called soul. People were talking about that. There's a movie. Um, the guy from Hamilton, Leslie Odom Jr. I think he's playing Sam Cooke in a movie. That's going to be coming out soon. So a lot of great stuff coming out. And like I say, in this new issue, we're just talking movies. So we've got Sonny Rollins talking about his love affair, you know, with movies and, you know, how Ginger Rogers kind of captured his heart. And Bill Frizzell is on, you know, in the pages talking about his love of movies, Tyranny Sutton, Charles McPherson. It's a really cool issue. I'm really proud of it. And like I say, we are finishing rolling it off the press today, which is wow. why, uh, we're, we're keeping this episode short and sweet. Um, but uh, other than that, yeah, I think it's... Uh, you, you know what I do? I watch like documentaries over and over. I don't know why, but... So know, which I, one have you watched the most? I, I just watched this Clarence Avant uh, um, documentary. Okay. Uh, for, for, the, for the 40th time, but I dig <laughs> that. And, and Quincy's documentary, that the last one, the latest one. Yeah. Jones, I watched that a lot, you know? Yeah. The one that was on Netflix. It's all good. All I mean, people that I love, you know. And you start with a, a musician's life, you know, someone like Quincy who had a really fascinating life and continues to. Um, you know, it just makes for it's a good story. Yeah, yeah. Daryl Jones has one coming out that that that's going to be nice. I've I've seen the trailers to that. Cool. The trailer to that, and yeah. uh, uh, the Wallace. I'm, I'm, that's going to be. Amazing. I definitely want to check that out. Yeah, yeah. man. Because he he took the music of Wayne wrote music for for orchestra for big band. Oh yeah, and he 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 gifted it to Wallace to finish. Wow. wow. You know, so this is like this, the universe title the universe. It's, That's heavy. Yeah, it's That's pretty heavy. heavy. And cool. Wallace, of course, didn't get a chance to uh, see it, you know, because he passed away. But yeah, yeah, it's in, it's in, his, in his in his honor, you know. So, I hear you. 
We get yeah. been getting some love on uh, Facebook here. Stan, jazz and movies, your favorite topic. Yeah, us too, man. You are going to want to check out this new issue. Um, I'm scrolling through it now. The Secret Files. Like I say, it, it's really cool, man. Uh, we have an excerpt from a book by Kevin Whitehead. Um, he just wrote a book on on jazz and movies. So we focus on the theme of Duke Ellington and how he appeared in cinema over the years, whether you know scoring and on camera and on television. So uh, yeah. It's uh, it's going to be a great issue. Wow, wow! And we just love Sean Connery, man. He's I was just going to say, you know, speaking, you know, great. <laughs> yeah, movies, man, that was my right, man, Sean Connery. Yeah, I James had my little, Bond. I had my 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 double uh, seven kit when I was a kid growing up. Oh, little, totally. Yeah, little, no, me, little, right. Right? Yeah, well, I was yeah. a Pierce Brosnan guy. That was my oh, okay. Era. That okay. guy kind of dates me for how okay. young I am, but uh, <laughs> he was a badass James Bond, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Another yeah. kind of great jazzy theme, too. And another kind of tradition of really relying on the artistry of a single musician, you know, with these themes to create the feeling of the movie, you know? So I, I, watched, I watched the original Pink Panther two nights ago with, yeah. you know, Henry Mancini, man. Absolutely, you know? man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's a beautiful marriage. And like I say, it's one we're celebrating in our uh, in our winter issue, which, again, is coming out uh, in December. So subscribe now. You'll receive your copy. You also receive unlimited access to the site. Um, but, yeah, so I, I was happy here to have you kind of reminisce about Miles on film. You know, yeah. those Miami Vice days, yeah. uh, the Scrooge days. Yeah. Elevator yeah. to the gallows. There's a lot to dig into when it comes to I, Miles Davis on film. You know what, B? I think he was just a natural. Yeah, natural. Yeah. Like he wasn't intimidated by the camera. You know, I think he intimidated the camera. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people just have it. That's what they. Yeah. I mean, some people yeah. just they they engage with the camera, and that's why that sound of uh, Miles or whatever that uh, TV special. God, what a cool look, man. With yeah. Coltrane, you know, and it was just fifties jazz. So there's smoke curling everywhere, and you know. Jimmy Cobb absolutely tipping on the ride symbol. It was it was a great look, man. Smoking. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Very cool. Yeah, man. So that'll do it for us today, Vince. Like I said, we're gonna keep it short and sweet because I gotta get this, uh, I gotta get this new issue out the door. Um, in the meantime, again, check out that Wallace Roney documentary. I think it's gonna be streaming November 11th through 19th. Yes. Um, a lot going on with the Miles Davis store. Some nice merch, as we saw. The sketches of Spain stuff, the hoodies oh, are oh, out. Oh. Come on now, milesdavis.com. Go to shop. It's looking good, man. And man, uh, let's give some love to Roy Hargrove today because this is the day he made his transition. That's right. So, That's right. Rest in power to Roy Hargrove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about the carrying on the legacy. Yeah, man. Roy was a sweetheart. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sweetheart. Well, all right. Hey, Vince, you know, important week for this country, and we'll remind everybody to do their civic duty and vote Please. if they haven't Please. already. Um, and yeah, man, I'll catch You're, you on the other yeah. side. Hey, B, love you, man. Your vote matters. Gotta Absolutely. Get out vote, you know, and wear your mask because the, the numbers are climbing, you know. Yep. A lot of, a lot of uh, I think France and, and Germany are, are uh, or is it London and somebody's like back into a uh, back lockdown. lockdown. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, it's a time to stay in and watch the movies. Yeah. Maybe put on some miles. That's what we're all about. And wear your mask. Baby. Wear your mask. Get out and vote. Get out and vote. That's right. Please. All right, Vince. Let's All right, B. Hey, Till Jeff. Next time. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Producer Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, B. Love, man. Come along, everyone. Thanks for watching. Bye. Take care.